1: Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: Wallace dips inside and hits. Oh, Oh, what a a goal!
3: Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle is he gonna have a
0: crack?
1: Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich
0: oh,
2: yeah! go! Goal from Adam Rich. You're listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. This is the preview show. This week we take a break from league action as we take on Newcastle United for the first time in five years and only seventh occasion since the turn of the millennium. Our form against Newcastle is pretty good in that period. Three consecutive wins and a draw. means we're currently four games unbeaten against the Magpies, but we're under no illusion that this is probably going to be a much sterner test this time around. Uh, We sit second in League One. For Newcastle, sit 42 places above us and lie third in the Premier League. With me to tell us all about the is Chris, from the Gal- Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Chris, how are you, pal? You all right?
3: I'm not bad. Thanks for having us on, mate. It's yeah. good to have a little bit of a break from Premier League football Let's <laughs> speak about the Cup at a minute. <laughs> of course, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah do, thanks for joining us, mate. I do really appreciate it. Um, before we kick things off, just want to talk about like last season, really, for, for Newcastle, because... It, like as far as seasons go what a strange season that must have been for you because it started off let's be frank absolutely terrible yeah you've sacked your manager steve bruce <laughs> hate the hate the guy <laughs> as well, a chef I, think, I, think,
3: I think that that's a mutual agreement <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah um and then yeah you get eddie howe in you get a new uh a new board, new uh, investment into the club and, and then you finish 11th in the end. So yeah, mm. what what was it what was it like as a season?
3: it it, it was memorable. Um, It's going to be a season that that goes down in history for for Newcastle fans well, and the club in general because it's the the season that that we've got the takeover, which we've been waiting for for, for over a decade. And Mike Gasly in charge for for 14 years, the the takeover arrives and and that's when fortunes change at at Newcastle. Um, Well, fortunes change in an essence as well. Um, But I think every Newcastle fan knew what sort of season we're prepared for unless the Hebrews um, but then obviously we get, we get the lifesaver with the, the Saudi takeover uh, and that's like I said that's when things change the appointment of Eddie Howe uh, wasn't a uh, I, I want to say it in the nicest way possible but it's not somebody that that's going to catch the headlines um, but that appointment has worked and I, I can't imagine anybody else doing the job which Eddie Howe has done since he's arrived um, everybody was a bit worried that Eddie Howe's previous defensive record at Bournemouth hasn't been the greatest. Look, twelve months further ahead, and, and Newcastle look unbeatable at the minute.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got to come on to Eddie Howe in a second, but you know, what, what's your take on the on the takeover stuff? I mean, I'm guessing from your point of view, it's just you put all the other stuff to one side. It's just you know, probably just delighted to have some money at the club for for once and actually investing in the players wow. and the squad and things like that.
3: Yeah, I think as a fan base, we felt as if the Shackles have always been on Newcastle for, for a long time. We've always realised that the potential and the phrase Stephen Giant get, gets bandied around quite a bit when when people speak about Newcastle saying it's the last big club that needs a big takeover in the Premier League. And I'll probably agree with them. Um, in regards to the Saudi ownership, I, I think as a football fan nothing's ever going to really stop us from from following our football club no matter what that is Um, and you'll be the same and Sheffield Wednesday final will be exactly the same as every other football club in the country that you stick by your club no matter what
2: look when we when we got into the you know the playoff uh, final so you were down in in the championship at the time Mm. you know we were spending money left right and centre little did we know obviously we're in this situation because of all that you know breaking FFP and all that sort of stuff but at the time you love it don't you like you're spending money left, right and centre signing these players it's great, isn't it? That's exactly what you
3: want you you want your club to to show some some ambition going forward Uh, and that's what Newcastle United is doing and and it's thanks to the the, the ownership Uh, yes, we as a fan base, have to educate ourselves on who owns this football club and, and the horrible human rights issues that go along with the country. But as a fan base, what, what are we supposed to do? We we tried to get rid of Mike Ashley for fourteen years, and that didn't work. <laughs> so uh, as a fan base, you're out of control with who owns your club. You really are. So we've got to enjoy it. Why not? Every, everybody else would enjoy it. Yeah, exactly.
2: You've already mentioned manager Eddie Howe, like you kind of touched on it already. Really, you know, when he was appointed. You know, I said no disrespect, but there were some big names touted around, weren't they? And then, mm. and then it was a little bit of a, you know, anticlimax, let's say, when it was when Eddie Howe was appointed. But he's he's done great, and has he has he kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of proved people wrong, would you say?
3: 100. Uh, percent As a Newcastle fan, no matter which manager gets appointed, we'll always back them at the minute they, they get appointed Unlike when Steve Bruce got sacked eventually um, they came out and said oh like Steve Bruce never had the backing from the fan base he did he did from day one up until the certain point when you, you've got to realise it's not working this is when we're going to really want you out the door um, the same happened with Eddie Howe as soon as he arrived at, at Newcastle in St James' Park we're backing from the start and I think not necessarily the fan base What was proven wrong. I would say the, the likes of the, the media and the Pundits were the ones that were proven wrong because they were saying, oh, Newcastle got all this money and they've got an appointed anyhow." It, it's It's egg on their faces at the minute because he's doing an absolute unbelievable job.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've looked at the recent form and obviously, you know, if we keep an eye on the Premier League, any football fan does, but I didn't kind of realise just how well you're actually doing. You know, 13 games unbeaten, just the one defeat all season, which came at the hands of Liverpool. Sat third in the league, you've just drawn to Arsenal uh, just yesterday. Um, you must be on cloud nine at the moment as a Newcastle fan, because, you know, like I said, you've been well, down in the championship only
3: four, five, six years ago, was it? Yeah. Uh, do you know what it is? I think... I- <laughs> as a fan base now, we have been so used to to bad things happening at this football <laughs> club. And are, you, going like against just, us. are you just waiting for something bad to happen then around yes, the corner? That's exactly what it is. And you go into games, well, any game really, and we're still like glass half every really thinking, oh, what might get beat at this then. one And as soon as the match starts, I think, what are we worried about? Because this team, honestly, the, the the chemistry that this team and the unity that, that these lads on the pitch have is, is second to none at the minute. And I think we're still in this position where I think, yes, we're doing really well, but when is it going to drop off? Because <laughs> yeah. we haven't adjusted ourselves and grow accustomed to, to how things are and how things look like that, that might be going in the future as well. Yeah. I mean, how would you
2: describe Eddie Howe's style of play like that, he, that he likes to play at the moment?
3: Offensive um, I, I think Eddie Howe can change it We're so against Arsenal When Emirates at, We're still creating chances But Very solid at the back we're, we're really hard To break down At the minute So I wouldn't necessarily He's got a certain Style of play Because we're just Every single match That we're going to But we always look at scoring goals. We we'll never sit behind the ball for for ninety minutes. We we'll look at scoring, and you look at the Premier League results this season, and it's been a long while since you look at that fixture as a Newcastle winning those three, four, five nil. So, so we're scoring goals. So I would say if I had to sit on one side of the fence, it's, it's definitely offensive. Yeah, um, just in terms of like expectations
2: as well. Just want to t- just want to touch on that. Uh, first of all, in the, in the Premier League, and then obviously we'll we'll move on to the cup as well. You know, have the have the expectations changed from the start of the season? Because you had a phenomenal finish the last season as well. Like I said, yeah. finishing eleventh. I mean you were you were bottom just before Christmas and I don't think you'd won mm. a game in 13, 14 games or something like that. Um so yeah, what what were the expectations like at the start of the season? Like I said, have have they changed?
3: I think the start of the season it was for anybody that was sensible and had a wise head on the shoulder as you you would hope for a top 10 finish, but in a solid top 10 position. Mm-hmm. So you're not involved in any sort of relegation fight, which would be involved in God. I don't know how many seasons back to back. So I, I would just say t- top 10 really, but then as the season goes on, that's when obviously things start to change a little bit. We'll find ourselves second in the Premier League at one point, now third. And given those teams a, a good game as well. So Man City had St. James's Park, had a great game against them. Dominated that throughout um, and like you mentioned Anfield, well, probably the better team at Anfield, probably and like last, team.
2: last, last minute goal, weren't oh, it? Yeah. Cool.
3: Yeah, well, Newcastle shot themselves in the foot a little bit because we did start running the clock down quite yeah. a bit. <laughs> uh, and the referee didn't fall very yet at that time on the end, and that's when they scored. Um, but I think now because we've got that taste of, of being in the, the top six, I think if we don't finish in the top six now, after the an impressive start that we've had we'll probably be on my head thinking why not um, but, even though that sounds ridiculous um, but if we're going toe to toe with these teams at the minute why should it change from from now on in
2: they try not to get too carried away I don't know you mentioned, mentioned earlier like saying you know you, you think something bad's going to happen around the corner but it's difficult not to learn it to get carried away
3: it is of course you're going to get carried away but I think we have learned as a fan base that the media always like to say that Newcastle are shooting for, for the stars and, and their fan base demand too much and, and expectations are far too high on Tyneside it's not the case it, it really isn't we're not expecting to, to finish but in fact people also mentioned Newcastle in a title race at the minute no Newcastle fan is it's going to give you a time of day to even discuss that um, but as a club we just want to see what club achieve something we'll really do and if you would give Newcastle fans the option now of finishing in the top four, getting Champions League football, or getting to a cup final and winning that cup final, we're taking cup final all day long.
2: Well, I'm just going to come on to that as well because, I mean, how, you know, I'm going to ask you how serious are you taking the cup competitions? I mean, you're still in the Carabao Cup. You just mentioned before we went live that you're... Um, You've got Crystal Palace, I think, in the yeah. Year. sorry,
3: we'll, we'll just be Crystal Palace. It's less down to so less yeah, than yeah.
2: the quarterfinals, um, and obviously, you know, third round of the FA Cup starts on on Saturday against us. Surely this season, you must be thinking that this is this is perhaps your time and your chance to kind of win some silverware. Because how long has it been since since Newcastle's
3: won any sort oh, of silverware? Wow. Look at 50 60 years. Um, if you're not including the total Cup, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> it's been a long time. Um, we've came close a couple of occasions, um, in the late 90s, early 2000s, at Bobby Robson, uh, but we've just never done it. We always came up against Man United Arsenal in the cup final and, and basically got our backsides handed to it in those, <laughs> those finals. But I think. Eddie Howe and, and the football club as a whole have said that this team needs to to win silverware. So they need to deliver that for the fan base. And we're seeing this season that taking it seriously, 100% all. Yeah, well,
2: I mean, when the draw came out, they got us you must have thought that were quite a decent draw. That's obviously these there's some ties that, you know, all Premier League ties which you kind yeah. of, I suppose, want to avoid a little bit. But yeah, when you saw that you got us, I bet you thought, oh, it's a decent away trip, decent uh, decent team to play, not played us for a few seasons either.
3: Yeah, you're right. And without sound uh, like enemy high course or anything, I think as a Premier League club, you look at that, that fixture and the, and the results and uh, the, the, the announcement for the cup game fixture you think League One side, you take it all day long. Of course, it would have been better at home because your fan base will be massively up for this one. Premier League team signed third in the Premier League coming coming down the old stomping ground. So your fan base will be up for it. But you can't complain with a draw against a lower league opposition. You can't. And I think yes, we we may be the Premier League team, but how many times do we see these giant killings in these cup fixtures? Well, we
2: did it to Arsenal in the uh, in the yeah. League Cup just just a few seasons ago as well, which were quite a memorable game to uh, to watch. Um, in terms of you know players to watch, it's no use me picking picking players out because I mean, like I said, we, how strong do you think? Eddie I was going to go on Saturday because, I mean, I, I, I thought he were going to play a bit of a rotated side, but some of the people that i t- t- talking to, they were saying, well, actually, if, they t- if they're taking it quite seriously, you might see some of the big guns playing.
3: I think he will. Um, we, we'll talk about squad rotation in these cup games, but I think a lot of the Premier League season so far will be missing a lot of key players. Um, Alan saint Maxwell was injured for a big chunk of it. Um, Alexander Isaac's been injured. Callum Wilson spent time on the sidelines. So I mean, we'll
2: you've got quite, quite a big break as well. Obviously, with the, with the World coming out, I don't know how many of your players were on international five in Yeah, so this, there's, five. There's, there's a lot of players there that you know that should be fairly well rested, really. So.
3: Yeah of course but I think you're going to see a strong side of course you'll see a couple of changes Um, but those couple of changes could actually be lads that could have technically been involved in the start in the Premier League but because of injury they haven't had that chance I think ones to watch if I'm going to single out anybody I think you'll probably see Alan St. maximum start because he hasn't started any Premier League game recently just came back to fitness he's made a couple of cameo appearances towards the end of games so I wouldn't be shocked to see him in there. Uh, you'll probably, do you know what it is? We'll talk about Chris Wood possibly starting up front, but I wouldn't be shocked to see Callum Wilson there. Hmm. Um, I think the group of lads that we have at the minute they all want to play football, every single match they want to be involved in because confidence is so high. Um, I, I think you'll probably see a change at the back. You'll probably see Jamal Lascelles coming back in, who is club captain um, and hasn't featured in the Premier League. Yeah, apart from Liverpool, I want to say, so there'll be a couple of changes, but that doesn't mean that's going to be a weak side. It'll still be a very strong side.
2: Yeah, I mean, even you look at your your B side, as so to speak, it's still got there's still a massive talent there, isn't this? So maybe yeah. maybe we'll see uh, Josh Murphy. He obviously played for Sheffield Wednesday. He was on loan uh, a few a few seasons back, so maybe he's uh, maybe he might feature.
3: Well, you'll you'll be lucky to see him because it's his, his twin brother that we've got. Oh, <laughs> it's Jacob, we've sorry, man. We've got. Jacob, sorry, man. <laughs> you
2: know what? we played against Josh Murphy the other, the other day, so that's why I've got that.
3: Yeah, Jacob Murphy we've got. Um, Jacob Murphy started quite a few Premier League games um, this season, and, and he's impressed. Um, it was, it was all, all right.
2: right. <laughs> we had Jacob Murphy, yeah. It was, it was Jacob, not Josh. <laughs> we had Jacob, uh, and he was, he was doing decent. All right.
3: Yeah, he's doing... He, he, he tries. Um, we can't complain about that. He's a grafter end product is questionable I think if I'm going to put anybody on a one-on-one chance with a keypad it's definitely not going to be him yeah, <laughs> because yeah. he, he just can't find the bag of the net um, but he's a decent option uh, and he's done really well in the Premier League so far
2: Yeah what, what, how do you see Saturday panning out then from uh, from your point of view uh, I mean f- as far as I'm concerned I think you're, you're probably going to have a lot of the ball even though you are the, uh, the away side you're probably going to make it difficult mm. but you know, if I'm being if I'm being honest, I mean, we we do play better against teams that do actually come and play football against us. You know, we struggle against the teams that just sit back and just put eleven men behind the ball. And I'm sure that's exactly you know the opposite to what you're going to do. You're going to kind of bring the game to us, and hopefully for us, there's there's going to be you know a few pockets of space. Obviously, it depends on who we uh, who we choose and who we play. But you know, we've got some tricky fast wingers, uh, Alex Myton on loan from uh, from Forest. Um, you know he he's he's quick but he's not really had much much of a chance to be honest so he'll probably mm. he'll probably play in uh, Malik Wilkes as well they've, they've struggled this season because teams have you know all the teams that we come up against this season just come to defend and and kind of yeah. take a point whereas like i said you, they might be able to get get in behind but you'll you'll never know but yeah how do you see it going from your point of view
3: You'll find spaces. I'll be lying if I said you wouldn't find them because we do have a very attacking team and a lot of that team. Um, the, the, the follow the the line in front of them. So if you strike as a push up your midfield, just follows near Your defensive line, they're there sitting halfway up the field because we do get a lot of the ball and and we've got centre backs that like playing with the ball on the feet as well. Um, so so you'll find spaces. Of course you will. It's just depend on the defensive line because you would have seen the Premier League that. Most clean sheets this season out of any Premier League team. I think Nick Pope's got five or six consecutive clean sheets now. yeah we don't concede goals with with this lineup. We really don't. We, we don't give away many chances.
2: It's funny because oh. we've we've got one of the best defenses as well. I think we've kept fourteen clean sheets
3: so far this season. Yeah. So it sounds like a nil nil then,
2: doesn't it? <laughs> it'll be like
3: the Arsenal game. That's, it'll be exactly like the Arsenal game. Um, but we'll, we'll definitely go for it. Of course, uh, you're not going to see this. This I'd sit behind the ball. Um, if I'm going to give you a bit of a heads up, the, the previous cup games that we've played, we've seen a few changes and the teams looked completely different to what we've seen in the Premier League in regards to playing style. Um, some of the players that have came in, just you can tell that they're, they're quite a step below the, the, the Premier League, lads. Uh, you, you really can't see it. But um, well, I think what will work in your field is that cup game that we have on Tuesday against Leicester. With it being a quarter-final, I wouldn't be shocked to see a lot of the 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 starting 11 lads be on the bench with with one eye looking at that Leicester game because it's huge that game to to make it to the the quarterfinals of the next cup yeah it's massive yeah
2: exactly like you know you're closer to winning the winning the you know the Carabao Cup than you are the FA Cup aren't you so and and obviously some of the bigger teams do kind of you know they want to win the FA Cup more than the Carabao Cup for you guys. It's just, it's just, any, the, it's just echo. any silverware in it to be, to be fair. I mean, just, yeah. j- just on a, you know, your thoughts on, uh, on us then from the outside looking in. Uh, what do you think of Sheffield Wednesday so far?
3: I was looking at the, the last year results. He's done really well so far this season. Um, I think it was, it was a fourteen wins, that you've had, and only yeah. a, a, a few losses. Um, three,
2: three losses so far this year. I think you know the two teams that are on unbeaten runs. I think we're on a thirteen unbeaten mm. run so far this season as
1: well.
3: You're, you're doing really well, and, and that'll work in your favour. Like I mentioned with it being a home tie as well. It's it, it's going to be the hard task for Newcastle to come down. there and I think we're going to probably have to match your style of play. Uh, it's your stomping ground and it'll be a physical game Um, it really will be I I can't fully imagine that Um, but Honestly, from from the outside, in I think Newcastle fans have got a bit of a soft spot for Sheffield Wednesday, um, and probably to do with that mutual hatred for Steve Bruce as well, mind. At the minute, um, no,
2: nothing to do with the eight <laughs> nil thrashing that you gave us back in '99.
3: <laughs> Was that Bobby Robson's first game as well? Or?
2: I'm not sure. I know Alan Shearer scored five that game, didn't he Because it's one of the, it's one of those games that every time you put Sky Sports, I you know they have them Premier League Premier like League years or whatever it is, or when they go back to that game, I've, I've watched it. Well, I've not watched it, but you know, I mean, it's, it's been on so many times it's untrue to be fair and uh, I'm just I'm so thankful for was it Southampton and well, Southampton twice, and they get pumped nine nil
3: or something like that. Yeah, it uh, did. It was only last season. Was it two seasons ago? Yeah, so so thankful for that I one. Think,
2: I think up until that point, I think we had the the worst defeat in the Premier League. So <laughs> I'm glad to have that mantle. <laughs> do, taken do you know off what us. it is?
3: It's the likes of Sheffield Wednesday reminds me of growing up as a kid and having like your panini sticker book. Um, the were in that sticker book, sticker book as a shiny. So I think obviously people that I grew up in the nineties will remember Sheffield Wednesday fondly. Um but. Um, I think the gloves will be off, um, and I think we'll give you a, a, a good go on Saturday.
2: Yeah, I mean it's just nice to be the underdog. I think this well, we played Southampton in in the uh, in the Carabao Cup when um, that was the fourth round, I think it was, and, uh, and and we got beat on penalties there. We took them to penalties. That's the only game that we we actually have been the underdog. Every other game we've actually been the favourites to win, uh, even you know even all the league games. So it's just going to be going to be nice to. To kind of have that pressure off, us just for just for once, it's a bit of a free hit for us. You know, we're expected to lose. Um, you know, we, are we, we're all our eyes are on getting out of this this division because it's a horrible league to be in, League One. Mm. Um, but yeah, it should be uh, it should be a good one. Uh, how many how many fans are coming down? In you, you you couldn't get a ticket, could you?
3: It'll be full allocation. Yeah, um... Like I was mentioning before went live that it's really hard to get an away ticket uh, for Newcastle fans at the minute it's hard to get a home ticket if you don't have a season it's very rarely that they're going to go on general sale in high quantities um, but it'll be full allocation be a full stand uh, and you know it'll be loud it always is when, when the Jody's come to the town it's, it's always really loud um, and I think like I mentioned confidence is so high and, and you can see that amongst the fan base as well Have you been to Hillsborough before? Chris? Um, years ago Absolutely,
2: years it's ago, it's not changed, mate. Once.
3: It's not
1: changed
3: exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. St. James's Park hadn't changed until last season,
2: <laughs> yeah. It looks exactly the same. It's still got well, you, you wouldn't have seen it inside the stand that you've got, but still got presto above the away stand and everything. Still got the <laughs> still got the pillars on the cop and the pillars in it's the still away stand nostalgic well. down there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, our neighbors down the road call it a bit of a rust bucket. It's not quite that, like, it's got a bit of character nah, and what have it, you. It's it. your,
3: your rust bucket, <laughs> <what I> no, <mean. laughs> exactly.
2: Go on, then. Let's um let's nail you down to a, a score prediction the whole uh, non-important not score prediction of course
3: yeah um, I think it's going to be a tough one like I said we're so used to seeing the lads perform well in the Premier League um, we've seen a couple of cup games this season we haven't really impressed despite getting through um, I think it's going to be low scoring I don't think we're going to see many goals in this one but I'm going to have to back my team um, I think it'll be 2-0 to Newcastle 2-0 great stuff um, and before I let you go Chris
2: if people want to uh, I'm sure you'll be talking about the game after the event and what have you if people want to you know watch you and, and listen to what you've had to say about when Wednesday beat you on Saturday uh, where can they uh, where can they do that
3: yeah so all of our podcasts go out on usual lots so like the iTunes Spotify They also have the, the- Gallagher yeah, like Shots YouTube channel as well, which has got about five six shows out on a weekly basis now. Um, but yes, we'll be doing a preview for the game and a match reaction straight after.
2: Great stuff! I'll put the link in the uh, in the in the description anyway, and people can uh, can check you out as well. Chris, thanks very much. Man.